Cam Newton is back in Carolina, folks. That's all we're talking about tonight. Hey, Superman <laughs> oh, is not. back. <laughs> ah, oh, Ace Boogie back on the squad. Whew. Had a little bit of dust on the jersey, but it's all good. Now, folks, we got some things to talk about tonight. Uh, AW Full Gears this weekend. Uh, we had the media call uh, this uh, today, uh, which we were on. And um, I forgot some other stuff. But, yeah, you know, it's Thursday night, so we got to get into this week's episode of the Big Old Belt Podcast. Folks, stand by. What's up, folks, and welcome back to another episode of the Big Gold Belt Podcast, where we're live each and every Thursday on the Twitter live at Big Gold Belt, giving you an hour's worth of all things pro wrestling. I do host here, Two Chains, alongside of my lovely gentlemen, Will, Damian, and Jamal. Good day, gentlemen. Hello. We are Hello, lovely Governor. tonight. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> this is the fun show. Never, never forget that. Here we, we have go. fun here. Like, fun show. That. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Goddamn right we, go. we do. So much here fun. We go. Yeah, y'all are ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. As I said, uh, you can catch us live each and every Thursday on uh, Twitter, Big Gold Belt. Uh, keep up with us on our website at biggoldbelt.com got tons of things going on there and all things entertainment so you never know what you may see on there for wrestling movies whatnot but um yeah if you're checking us out live give us a share get other people your other friends uh and, and join in on the discussion because uh we're definitely going to talk about the hottest things that's going on this week so uh gentlemen as i said full gear is this weekend uh we will have a presence there uh Captain Jamal will be in the building. Uh, uh, where is it at again? Uh, the Target Center in Minneapolis. Uh, downtown Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll be in the building. Uh, we'll have some big old belt presence in there, um, doing what we do best. Uh, you'll also be at Rampage as well. Yep. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I know you may be seeing us on here, but, uh, you know, we, we're still on our social distancing for life. So the, don't don't walk up on Jamal talk about, hey, I seen you because he doesn't respond to that. Good. Nope. Oh, no. Mm. No, 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 no. I don't know. Do that. No. Do that. No, I don't do that. Oh, man. But, uh, Especially in Minnesota. We don't, don't, don't rub on nobody. Yeah, <laughs> don't rub on nobody. But if you see us, tilt the hat. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a die. That's for sure. Um but uh, yeah, what we're gonna start off with? We're gonna talk about no, 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 no. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Before right. we talk about things today, because we do got things to talk about today, let's go back one week. Because uh, in in terms of AEW, uh, Jamal was uh, at uh, Rampage. Yep. Um, and, and and before you you know kind of give us uh, your 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 uh, outline of of the day of the venture, um, 
I also do want to know because uh, part of the media call today, I talked about the video I seen that went online uh, with Tony Khan where they brought in um, the uh, fan who had beat cancer and they did something uh, after uh, Dynamite went off air, which you know, was a good moment, right? So I'm just wondering too, uh, you know, when you go in, in, into your, uh, you know, your, uh, your outline of uh, rampage here uh not only that but what else anything happened after air with that or is you know just kind of what's what's that whole experience like i already know cm punk came out because why wouldn't he that's that's what he does but so uh, go for it <laughs> um yeah see the thing about me is uh when the show is over it's over for me too so it's time to go so if anything <laughs> happened after the show uh i'm sure it was lovely but i was already halfway across the parking lot um getting the fuck out of the building because it's time to go <laughs> Uh, one thing I will give them, though, is that uh, it was, you know, Florida St. Louis, a uh, decent town, not my favorite, but Florida St. Louis, and went to the Chaffetz Arena, which is on the uh, St. Louis University campus. Uh, decent building, you know, pretty good, like mid-major size, you know, building. I think it seats 10,000 for basketball. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not bad. Uh, not completely 100% sold out. But the, I think the big thing, and what was interesting is talking to people in the crowd, talking to people in line, waiting to get into the building. Um, I, I take it for granted how many shows I've been to, how many shows I've access to, how many shows where I can go, no, I'll go to the next one because of where I live in the country. Not just because I live on the East Coast, just because of the fact that I... You're by a major am, airport. Yeah, I'm, I'm by three major airports. Yep, yep, yep. You know, I always, I always talk about that. Yep. Yeah, so that that is key. And if I and if I can't get a flight out of DC, I can get a flight out of Philly. If I can't get a flight out of Philly, there's three more airports in New York. So it's it is a privilege to be able to have that kind of access to be anywhere in the country um, tomorrow, which is going to happen when I go to Minneapolis. I'll be there tomorrow. Um, and for a lot of these people out there in the Midwest, they had driven four, five, six hours. A lot of people drove five hours from Chicago um, because they were coming in with the hopes of getting full gear uh, the following night, which would have been last Saturday. Um, but either way, it was a great time had by all because this was their first show. And, it, and for them, unlike me, this was the first time that the thing that they needed to see in life was coming either to their town or within five hours of driving. And if you don't know the geography of America, being from this area, driving five hours will put you in Canada. You know, that, Shoot, that's, that's New that's, York that City is, right there. That's New exactly. York too, yeah. You know, that is uh, the, the the geography of the, of the land is so small. Like you spitting and you, in an hour, you're in another state. So... But for these people out there in the Midwest, um, Texas, Oklahoma, I met some people from Indiana um, that were going back home to go to the Dynamite tonight. Um, you know, people from Nebraska. These people drove five, six hours clear across flyover country to be there for Rampage. Pilgrimage. A pilgrimage. I mean, that's really what it felt like. And which leads to an interesting aspect. So CM Punk had the big dust up with Eddie Kingston on Rampage. And that was that was a segment. I'm not really a fan of it, but you know, that was a good segment. So Punk has his entrance, they go to commercial break. And <laughs> during the, the middle talking. of the commercial break. <laughs> so during the middle of the commercial break, Punk cuts the music. St. Louis, yay! 
well, the internet tells me that you guys don't like it when I come out and just do a lap around the ring and, you know, just embrace the, the response from the crowd. And they, like, what are you talking about? We love you. We literally <laughs> cheer for you. Well, wait a minute. It's on the internet. So clearly it must be true. I'm like, no, no, obviously uh, we, we love you. So that's, that's stupid. Don't say that. Well, look, I'm just here to tell you that I love you too, though I'm from Chicago. And I think that it's you know fair to admit we can be honest with each other. The St. Louis Cardinals absolutely suck, and they do the ever-loving piss out of them. <laughs> okay. So I heel turn during the commercial break. Punk had the loudest boo of the night. I, I would argue that he did. And then maybe and QT Marshall is a close second, but Punk maybe had the loudest <laughs> boo of the night. Um, so that's and really then, good for QT. Well, I mean, he's doing his job, and people yeah, don't exactly. understand that. Yeah, um, exactly. So, and then he comes back and says, "Like, hey, I, I know, I, I understand, and I get it, but the Cubs suck too, and that's okay." And they shared that, um, <laughs> you know, "fuck the Cubs" chant broke out. Fickle fans, right? And and then you know he he did like a half a lap around the ring, and then they come back to come from commercial break, and he says, "Yeah, I just wanted you people at home." to think I've been jogging around the ring for, th- for three minutes, half minutes. So, I mean, it's, it's things like that that you remember that you obviously won't see on TV, but that's part yeah. of the live event experience that makes it special. And for a lot of these people, because it wasn't even their, it wasn't that, it was more than just their first time. It was the fact that like the Beatles came to their small, pissant, <laughs> no good, one horse, drunk, meth-filled town, <laughs> respectfully. Yeah. Um, and so that was really, 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 really cool to see. Personally, Dark is still my favorite show. Um, I love just the amount of wrestling that they have. I don't give a good goddamn way any of the storylines going on, and we'll talk about that when we talk about Four Gear. But it's just good to see some people go out there, whether you know them or you're not, actually command the crowd through wrestling. That's why I'm a fan. And if you didn't know a name before, maybe you wrote a name down, maybe you looked somebody up on Twitter. Um, and that's what really what Dark was all about. And it was an hour and 45 minutes, uh, the Dark that eventually aired on Tuesday. Um, and that was, that was for me, that was a really good house show. Yeah. Like matches after matches after matches. None of it has to matter. There was some storyline implications, but whatever. If you blinked, you missed it. But damn, that was a good house show for nearly two hours. And then Rampage happened. And because of Central Time, the show ended at 10 o'clock. So good. <laughs> right. Right, so that's the only reason why I'm going to Minneapolis because yeah. this, because of Central Time, yeah. the show will end at hopefully ten o'clock, yeah, um, maybe ten fifteen, but uh, but yeah, really good experience, really like happy for the people that got to experience um, the thing that I've been to seven eight times this year, and yeah. you know, it, it's kind of like it's 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 a once it's literally a once in a lifetime thing. This is your first experience in a town, and you won't get that back. And I think that, yes, there are some hiccups. There should be more merch. They should have a exclusive merch for every city. Um, the lines could have been shorter. The you know the venue could have had better uh, better options. All of those things. You can nitpick. But when it comes down to it, did you have a good time with the first year, your first AEW show ever? I don't see too many people that would say no. Yeah. Which, of course, brings me to tomorrow. I really hope they do another two-hour uh, dark. If they do, that'll make my weekend. I don't give... Cancel the pay-per-view. I don't care. As long as I can start. 
<laughs> as long as I get QT on Dark, fuck everything else that happens. It's not interesting. Yeah. But um, yes, I'm very excited to go to Dark tomorrow, hopefully. Nice four-hour-long Dark and Rampage, oh, I guess. Um, and then you have um, uh, Full Gear, which I'm hoping, I'm hoping Eva Marie debuts. Oh, boy. She's still, just set. Just, just still on set for a film. I, I, I know. I know, but 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 the women's convention can use some star power. Stop it! I'm I'm just stop saying. it! I'm just stop saying. it! Mm, I no no <clears throat> no. Um, okay, cool. We got other things to talk about. AEW tonight. Uh, yep. Media call. Should we, should we go here? Sure. <laughs> like everybody's talking about it. I mean, uh, you so, were on it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the, the AEW media call was today, folks. Uh, uh, which was uh, you know, uh held and co- or conducted by Tony Khan. We all know Tony Khan. Um, and they always do these before every big pay-per-view. Um, in the past, they've had Cody, Tony. Has it been anybody else? I'm trying to think. Uh, maybe just the two of them. Um, but yeah, Tony Tony uh, took the mantle today. And um, it's regularly scheduled for 45 minutes. They went about an hour. So he made sure everybody had opportunities to get their question in. Um, as I said, I got a I got a chance to ask a question. Um, I, I, I just talked about something really soft. People were definitely hitting home runs with their questions. It was a lot of good questions. Uh, and we're going to talk about one of those questions for real. Uh, but, you know, my question really quickly was just about um, the, the moment after Dynamite where um, a fan who had tweeted out that he had beat cancer, they had a whole moment with him, with CM Punk, with Cody, with Ruby Soho, who's, you know, from uh, the city that they were in. So a big moment of bringing him into the ring with Tony Khan um, and letting him celebrate that. So I thought that was really dope. And I just kind of asked about, uh, you know, how do they make these type of moments happen on the fly? You know, how do you how do you how do you surf the Twitter, uh, you know, recognize it being a real tweet, recognize that person being there and then making the moment happen, making, you know, giving that person. Uh, the really uh, special moment uh, that he deserves. And I, I thought that was really cool. So, you know, he answered it. And of course, you can check out the whole media calls on our YouTube channel right now. But I think maybe two to three questions before that was a question where I was like, oh, man, I got let me let me text the team right now because things were a little bit, you know, interesting here. Like there was a question about ROH, which we may talk about, but there was a question um, coming from, I think she is from, uh, uh, what's, what's, what's the site called? Something Scoops. SES Scoops? Uh, SES Scoops, yes, yes, yes. Um, and she asked about women's wrestling. She started the question saying, I, I want to ask about women's wrestling. So I'm definitely all ears for this because, you know, I've been I've been wanting to know, you know, what's what's... What's the end game here for women's wrestling, or the or the or the blueprint, whatever whatever you want to call it? What's the plan for women's wrestling at all times? Because sometimes they got them at best interest, sometimes it's like it's on the wayside. You know, they got the, the the whole new TBS championship coming out, and whatnot. But whatever. But that's also an interesting thing too. But she asked about was there ever going to be a all women's uh, AEW show, much like we've seen for NWA and Impact, and. <laughs> Before the question could be finished, Tony cuts her off and says, I'm going to cut you off there. 
Ooh. And I'm not. I don't. I don't have the quote up. I think the quote is on. Actually, let me. I, think I, I found it. Read. I just found it. Go. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Okay. So she asked the question. Here's. Here's those. It's probably important to have the actual question. So the question was: the bar I think has been really raised this year with a lot of all women's shows and main events taking place. Great. But does AEW have any plans or hopes to contribute maybe an all women's event of their own sometime? Oh. This is where Tony jumps it. Good so question. she gets that far, and he jumps it. I'm going to cut off your question right there because I don't think I get enough credit for what I did for the NWA show because a good number of the people who wrestled on the NWA show were wrestlers I sent and paid. So I do think I contributed because the highest paid wrestlers on that show were actually the people I paid separately from what they already made in AEW to go and wrestle on that show. And I don't think they did a very good job of telling people that. Honestly, even though it was in the deal we did, I wish they told more people that because it was one of the points I made when we closed it was I think it would be nice if you told people that I'm paying the wrestlers coming because it's a big contribution from me. So I did pay the wrestlers for that show. It's kind of like when you pay for a dinner and, and nobody you don't get thanks you. you. <laughs> End quote. Damien, get in there. <laughs> Hell of a statement. Hell of a statement there. You know what? That takes that that takes some hoots for man to say that for one because I'm thinking about what the, the last part of that. It's like paying for dinner and nobody thanking you. So he spoke. He said that from her. <laughs> we knew we knew that there was going to be some weird shenanigans back when this forbidden door nonsense all started. Remember how he was going on impact, making fun mm. of them in those 30 second, you know, spots and what have you. Yeah. He paid for. So now with the whole NWA, not only did you steal Thunder Rosa, because let's let's be honest, that they, they found a way to steal Thunder Rosa. I, somewhere, somewhere, uh, I don't even know if it was a part of that question, but that also got brought up too, where basically he was basically saying about like he what he's done for NWA and right. uh basically bringing Thunder Rosa over or whatever. Like yeah, he spun that really crazy too. But I'm curious, ahead. I'm curious, and maybe it's just billionaire ego egotism. At what point did he even think like this is NWA's pay-per-view? You want to be listed as an executive producer, like on a track that barely did anything on all those like old '90s tracks. Like, oh, I got executive <laughs> producer credit, bro. You provided breakfast. How the hell you want credit? So it's one of those things where, in baseball, like if you saw a contract from MLB to Japan, a minor league contract, what have you, that does happen occasionally. So it's almost as if he's saying, "Well, hey man, your show wouldn't have ran without me. I'm the middleman. I'm the silent investor." But I want you to tell people it was all me. Now, that's fucked up. Pardon the French. Uh, me personally, do I think it reeks of egotism? Yes. But do I also agree that NWA should have at least mentioned AEW in general and not just the athletes on the pay-per-view? Because I did go back and watch it. And kudos to Tony for doing what owners do and paying the bill. I, I didn't know people had to thank you. I don't think Mark Cuban does that here in Dallas, but... Overall, just I keep forgetting how old Tony Khan is. Yeah, you mean or, young? Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting the age of Tony Khan. This is, and Jamal said this before. He is the equivalent of giving a super fan, like Brock Lesnar guy, or, or anyone in the front row of WWE shows, the money to start their own promotion and right. have it run successfully. And that I, I, I think that's Tony Khan. 
He's got an ego. He's defensive about wrestling, but he's even more defensive about needing to be known that AEW did this, baby, not mm-hmm. y'all. So that's the thing yeah. that pisses me off about all this. I, I yeah. understand the defense. So the question is, what the fuck is he talking about? He doesn't <laughs> answer the question. Yeah, the he all. just should have said, we're not yeah, in evolution. Time in place. Time <laughs> in place. It was yeah, absolutely I mean, like, personal. I, personal. Like, if he wants to get defensive about that question, he totally, he gave a really good answer to a question that wasn't asked. So that's, <laughs> doesn't really make sense to me. Um, you know, he just, like, just started turning, like, he's having PTSD or something? Like, Jesus Christ. He, <laughs> Hey, hey, Jamal, keep it 100 now. It's definitely PTSD when you start talking about going to a dinner and didn't get a thank you. He definitely went back and some memories on that one. That shit was written on his his journal. Um. (laughs) He he definitely had some flashback of some date he went on that went wrong. That's the, the way that to go on about that for so long in the middle of a press conference, it's just really odd where it's just like dude you got caught up in some emotions yeah i don't know who that girl was in college that basically you know and who hurt you yeah Yeah, like there was a there was an out there's an olive garden somewhere in (laughs) illinois that (laughs) it's about to burn the fuck down also gotta get a moderator uh, a tip of the hat here because they went to a uh a a question that was uh written in after that and that was definitely the right move to go to (laughs) but so like but the original question and the original questions was to the point of what about an all woman show? Right. And I think, well, since he didn't answer it, I'm going to. Yeah. Why, why not? I, and I think that because he has so many, um, he has Fantastic so many guy. interests in other parts of the world in Japan in Mexico, obviously within the U S the indie scene, uh, Canada and, and so on, Australia, yeah, I mean, why, why not? Why not do it now? Mm-hmm. That in its of itself is a slippery slope because his track record, in my opinion, with women's wrestling, isn't the best. Um, it definitely is the aspect of the product that needs to get the most attention uh, because it is the product that is lacking uh, farther behind than the rest of the uh, of the show. So. I do think that he opens himself up to a barrage of an avalanche of questions about women's wrestling in general, um, especially from the from his detractors that think that he doesn't give a shit about women's wrestling. Um, if he goes down that route and say, yeah, well, of course, we're going to do it on women's pay-per-view. OK, really? When? With whom? Why? What details time? right now. Right now. <laughs> yeah. And obviously he there's he's no closer uh, to answering that question. And I am to the sun. So I don't, you know, it is it is kind of what it is in that regard. But for him to pivot and go on this like rant from this chick Amber that did him wrong at a Shoney's in fucking uh, at a, Illinois did way back when. Shoney's? Bye, oh, bye, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, seriously, all that was missing at the end Shoney. was all of a sudden him. All I was missing was Tony at the end being like, Cindy, I haven't forgotten what you did. <laughs> Look at me now. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like, dude. I, I, that was so, the, the more I read it, it's like, I mean, it's like a paragraph reading that damn quote. And it's like, dude, you could have stopped halfway through there and just and you kept and moving, wrapped and, and, it up. And, yeah. and think about this too. That wasn't her complete question because she was cut off. And then he t- asked her twice, which I don't know if that's in the quote. He asked her twice, did that uh did that make answer sense? Your question? Uh, no. Did that answer your question? And she she 
very gracefully said this was just like okay basically so i you know a good question by her and 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 my, here's my thing here's the biggest issue which i'm surprised no one said it yet it's an nwa all women's show sir mm-hmm. keep your masculine self out of this right now the business is the business that's handled you don't need your name attached to the mat or on the logo this is about the women and it's not even about nwa it was all about the women at that it wasn't the nwa well like i mean making sure that the fair, brand was all over the place it is was he about, talking about the, the pay-per-view or is he talking about like for example sending serena deeb over there or is he talking about you know working with rosa and, and allowing her to go back and forth so much Oh, okay, well, let, let's let's think about this. She brought up saying that there's been a lot of success in, in all women's shows. So that either mm-hmm. is knockouts, knockdown, or that's NWA Empower. So those are obviously the two things that we're talking about here. So if you're talking about NWA and not getting enough credit, you're basically saying your show didn't happen unless I did this, and you should have thanked me for but it. But I also think and, that like underlying that, it's because of Rosa, for example. Rosa was, quote-unquote, made on, in AEW. Like, I know she wasn't, but let's just... She, she definitely got to the where she is through AEW. Then she goes to NWA, has a thing. Now, obviously, in reality, she finishes out her contract in with NWA uh, while freelancing during their time off with AEW. That's what the reality was. But the bottom line is, is that she made her, her mark in AEW so far. So with her between her and Serena Deeb going over there, bringing eyes to the product, that is on him. Now, uh, I, I, I still the unfortunate bit matters. about this, it has nothing to do with their question. I don't. I still don't think it matters that the fact that AEW talent came in because Deanna was there too. So like Deanna and Mickey was one of the biggest moments of the night, and and Deanna had her match against um what's her name that night. So Kylie Ray was there. So there's big names there. Okay, wait, wait, I think wait, wait. It just, We're it not just... going to say big names and no. say Kylie Ray the same fucking time. Your personal dislike, but she is definitely amongst the top women that uh, folks talk about, period. Yes. And, and again, I just don't think that as a male that, you know, if, if you contribute, if you made a donation, if you comp- uh, if you handle an invoice, I don't think you should be looking around like y'all should be thanking me. And what do you mean by like... What's the reciprocation that you want here? I'm sure once you did it, you were told thank you. So were you looking from NWA? Were you looking for Billy Corgan to come out and say, hey, Tony, we're going to run a commercial saying thank you for helping us with That's this. That's how it, he makes it sound. I mean, he specifically says in there, I wish they told more people that because it was one of the points I made when we closed it was I think it would be nice if they told people I'm paying the wrestlers no, coming. So it, he needed like a banner or something that said – NWM power man. brought to you by Tony Khan. Yeah, it devalues mm-hmm. everything that the women did. It was a special but, but, night about the women. Let's fair, keep though. it about that. Let's keep this it all exactly about the women. exactly what we were talking about when this was happening. Because it seemed, because obviously, and, and remember uh, some months ago, when we said, like, well, what is AEW getting out of sending anybody to NWA? It seems like a sinking ship and, or inside of a black hole. So what do they get out of it? Well, and we agreed that NWA gets the exposure from having AEW wrestlers over there. Um, and then AEW gets, you know, maybe some other, you know, talent to come back. And realistically, that didn't happen. And AEW didn't really get anything out of the deal. So if you are con, assuming that the original question didn't happen, uh, if you are con, you kind of are like, motherfucker, you know what? I actually okay. sent the people over there. So, so, and I didn't so, even get a thank you. 
No, listen. Let's let's be let's be let's be legit le- legitimate here. If something happened with exchange of money, someone said thank you. Whether it was the email, whether it was a whatever it may be, it was no reason for that pay per view to showcase anything. Tony Khan. I'm not talking about the pay per view. Well, no, but that's what the question is. That's all I'm focusing on is the question. She brought up the two women's pay-per-views and the success that they had. That's all that mattered. The nights were about women. There shouldn't have been men involved. Right, right, right. But, but again, we, we have to, we can't validate her question because Tony Khan didn't. No, whatever the question was that Tony Khan answered wasn't what she said. And I'm not paying attention to what he said. I'm paying attention to what her oh, question okay. was. And then he, she, he had, she had a question that said, what color do you like? And he says, I think it's cold outside. Right. It doesn't matter. I'm not talking exactly. about that. <laughs> so, so, here's the, so that's the thing. Like, I'm trying to answer a question that wasn't asked. Yeah. And so you're trying to question answer the question that was asked. And I think that's right, the difference so, here. So, right. Yeah. So for her question and, 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 and to the answer that should have been, here's, here's, here's how we'll play this real quick before we go to break. To her question, will AEW do it? Much to your answer that you already said, Jamal. That should be the answer. Like, hey, we fully support that. That was a wonderful thing. Uh, we're going to be reevaluating um, our talent and, and possibly doing something in the future. Uh, we really like what NWA did. It was good to see our talent over there. That was a special night. Bada boom. Easy answer. Now, to whatever he was saying in re- in regards to, like, he didn't get a thank you. Sir, so, so the question is, well, which way should you have gotten a thank you? What was the legitimate way for you to get a thank you? Did you need a banner? Did you need marching pro- band? Did you need yeah? Did you need a video package <laughs> for you for for a women's show? Did you need it? You needed your face on it for some reason because you seemed real hurt about this when it had nothing to do with you at all. Billy Corgan didn't get a thank you that night. You know who got thank yous that night? Awesome Kong, Gail Kim, Mickey James, the women that got that pioneered that mm. night, and all of the ladies that worked that night. Nothing about men. Yeah, the, the whole about- the whole build for that show was about Mickey James producing it is the big thing that's the big focus i remember going into that show was mickey james executive producing this show and personally handling it that was how that show was promoted going into it that's all i'm saying i did yeah the the, the answer was trash and if he has a problem with there being business that didn't go accordingly they're handling like businessmen call them true too well, cl- well clearly he made that move because now we got the TBS title, so he does not have to deal with that NWA Women's Championship no Talk, more. Man, so listen. there you go. When you said that in the group chat, that made so much sense. I never even thought about that. <laughs> it's like we don't need that. that belt no more. I'll make my own. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's go to break real quick um, because you know we 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 got to honor our sponsorships and we we need to pay bills. Um, we don't want to get a letter from Tony Khan about this, so. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate all our sponsors. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment, folks. Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service as well as UPS right to your computer. Whether you're on the phone sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out those orders, Stamps.com will make your life infinitely easier. All you need is a computer and a standardized printer. No special supplies or equipment necessary. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you exclusively get discounts on postage and shipping from UPS as well as the Postal Service. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup, drop it off, no traffic, no lines. 
Cut the confusion out of shipping. With Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool, you can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There is literally no risk. And with my promo code POD, P-O-D, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitment or contract necessary. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in POD. P-O-D. That's stamps.com, promo code POD, stamps.com. You'll never go to the post office again. All right, we're back for the second half here of the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Today is 11-11, Veterans Day. Uh, Thank you to all of our folks in uniform uh, protecting the country. Uh, We appreciate your service. Um, But yeah, we're back here for the second half of the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Um, Catch us live each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. live on Twitter live at Big Gold Belt. Um, So, you know, coming back and and by the way, uh, everything that we talked about in the first half of this show, like go go Twitter searching. You you can see all the responses from people as well, too. There's a lot more commentary about how that question was handled. But, you know, um, yeah, check it out. But uh, talking about something else on the call today here, um, there was a question brought up in regards to ROH and their uh, what could be uh, the death penalty here, um, which if you don't know what the death penalty means, uh, not the one where you sit in a chair and you die, uh, the death penalty where you sort of lose accreditation and the end of your program, which in this case, ROH and uh, Sinclair uh, seem to uh, <laughs> may not be on the same page anymore, but nonetheless, as we see uh, things start to shape with that, or should I say, unfold with that, uh, talent, all talent, has been released from their contract, which leaves them available to go do what they want to do. So it was brought up. Is there any interest in ROH talent, the library, and so on? And you know, Colin's response, which I don't have to quote up, uh, essentially was saying that uh, you never know, business guy, take a look at business and see what it is, but. Shortly after that, he said, but pay attention to Dynamite. Just that. Dynamite each and every Wednesday, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They promoted this show. Basically, say keep an eye out for it. To me, that says never know who may show up here. So, folks, really quickly, as we have been talking a lot about this ROH thing in the last couple of weeks, and this ROH period, uh, uh, very so, uh, very sort of often uh, as we get ready for Final Battle uh, in December, who do you want to see and i know we talked about this last week or was it last week or the week before where we talked about people we want to see and where they go but with tony comp seemed to be a little bit optimistic to always talent showing up on dynamite here who would y'all like to see show up what makes sense here shane taylor promotions oh jesus (laughs) jonathan gresham yeah grash grash yeah as much as i would love gresham I would really prefer him just conquer the world. Same thing I said about Samoa Joe when he was, you know, rumored to be released and um, go go do a thing. I think Gresham's bigger than any one company. Um, but I'll be, and they also have too many people like him. They already have Brian. They have Lee Moriarty. They have they have a bunch of guys. Do they need Gresham? No, they don't need anybody actually. But um, I think, especially as the um, cries for a trios title gets louder. Shane Taylor promotions. Um, full stop. I would, I would be so worried about them being there because um, they had the complete support of ROH and that's a good thing. And I'm 
I'm afraid if my African American brother's going to uh, AEW and just you know falling in within the just the, the, bi- the herd of things where they the biggest issue would be like where would they fit in? AEW loves clip, a faction. You know? AEW loves a good faction. They're already That's three true. guys. I'm just so- saying. Yeah, they, they love can a easily good... replace Team Taz. Yeah, but that's not happening. Yeah, I'm not and, saying I'm not saying it is. I'm not even and, saying they're going. Not till Hook debuts. That's not happening. No. And the, the the elite and all of the different fractions they got. That's not happening. And then the Dark Order. That's not happening. So like, I, I look at Shane Taylor Promotions as a focal point of whatever brand that they're on. I don't think that AEW has any interest in making uh, these lovely black gentlemen their focal point. It's just but not I, in their I, DNA. I'm, I will. I will say. I would love to see Shane Taylor Promotions go and just whoop the shit out of the Elite. Just, just like on their debut, <laughs> if they walk down the ring and beat the crap out of the Elite, take yeah. their fake ass Nikes and smack them with it. Like just. I would that. like a like a debut of like the new uh, Undisputed Era. I would love to see an instant presence like that. But uh, Jamal, to your point, I'd love to see Shane Taylor's do do the world tour here. Let them go mm. crazy. Go to Japan and go nuts. Mm. Talk about talk about that right now. Make them go to Japan and go nuts. Uh, but for me, I, I don't know. I've been thinking about this, and I think that the person that everybody really wants to see in AEW is Matt Taven. It's not even close. Wait, everybody. Uh, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Breaking news here. Uh, Jeez, I love I love how two names on this show can always get a reaction out of somebody. Matt Taven, Mr. Kennedy. Oh, oh yeah, no. and Mr. Kennedy. Oh, That's yeah. Great. yeah, Mr. Kennedy. That'll get a reaction from somebody on this show. Holy shit, Matt Taven. Ain't nobody paying to see Matt Taven. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> Come on. I, I this is not gonna be a popular one, too. But uh I, I think she's still out there. I mean, she's still actively on the roster, it says, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to Maria Manic showing up in AEW. Okay. She's still wrestling. Her. She's I don't know. Uh, last I time I seen it, that she said she wanted to get back into her roots and that was music. So I was like, okay. But she's still at the end of the day, she's still fairly, fairly young. I, I yes. I think she's probably 25 by now, but um I think she I think she fits the mode for AEW. That could be interesting. Um but uh yeah, we'll we'll see. I I'm I am gonna be curious to see who shows up. And I and I will say hopefully whoever shows up don't sign a contract. Because uh, you who never know, well, RH may I just retire. realized, like we said about trios uh, championships potentially, isn't Roosh his contract's up, right? He's hurt though, but and Bandito, that's what I'm thinking. Like, he's the champion, so that's not happening. I think he's well, you he's know, darn well, Andrade'd love to get them in there, yeah, the, yeah whole, the whole group together. And I would think Bandito is going to try to hold out as long as he can because he he is the future, young, yes, he is. Uh, representing the country. And I think they, you know, uh, ROH is all, I think even Khan said that about how uh, ROH uh, always has an eye for uh, demographics and uh, and representation of different nationalities, something of that sort. I, I say way more sophisticated than he did, but, uh, and which is true. They've always made sure they tackle into uh the, the different demographics here and i think that bandino bandito uh becoming the champion was a really good move going forward because yeah also i say this too another wild card here i wouldn't be mad i would i wouldn't be mad at pco did a stint in aw well he was huh? he was on the way out already too right so i don't even know if that yeah he's a free agent he's definitely yeah, so he can just go his contract was up yeah they'll they'll love they'll love that on some being elite so you know we'll see 
Um, but um, yeah, I think that will do it with that Matt conversation of the night. All right, sure. You, I mean, you get Matt Taven, you get a package. You get Matt Taven. Yeah, you, you, you mean streamer, the honor club streamer people? Guy, you get you get the five honor club people and you get <laughs> the fans in the front. <laughs> the five subscribers. Yeah. The they're, and they're always in the front. Yeah, exactly. So basically, uh, you just named the kingdom. <laughs> oh, oh no. wow wow yeah i mean that's that's kind you know, of thing to, so we went check our email we might not we might get our press pass you're gonna lose all your press passes by the time this show's over man <laughs> well i just want to apologize for nothing also also speaking of always they better have that gear table man listen i would show it up two hours be- early um, yeah, it better be the greatest merch table of all time. That I, I tell you, no one does surplus uh, gear like ROH. When it's time yeah. to get things unloaded, they bring it out. So I, got I want, I want all of it too. I want Nigel McGinnis gear. I want Davey Richards gear. I want Kevin Steen gear. Yeah. I want it all. Oh, I yeah. definitely get Kevin Steen gear for sure. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm bringing small bills and I want some merch. Definitely want no DVDs, <laughs> no place to play those. So yeah, I don't know <laughs> who's doing that. Oh man! All right, so what we got for our last conversation here? Oh yeah, forgot, forgot. Got there's something happening this weekend. Yeah, but beyond that, happening this weekend, uh, AW Full Gear, which is live from uh, Minnesota. Why do I keep forgetting where it's at? Yeah, well, little if you knew it or not, it was supposed to happen last week. But if it wouldn't have went last week, it would have had to go against two juggernauts. One of those juggernauts being Canelo Alvarez. The mm-hmm. other one being uh, Kamar Usman, who mm-hmm. uh, people are claiming is the best pound for pound. Uh, what is he, weatherweight or middleweight? I forget. Uh, champion, regardless, uh, uh, y- y- you know, we're talking about two elites within their respective sports here. Uh, it was an amazing night for combat sports. Uh, UFC watched the entire car. If I'm not mistaken, every match ended in a knockout except for two, uh, three. Which I'm talking about the prelims and everything. Fantastic night for the UFC. The crowd was hot. Canelo Alvarez put on the clinic once again. And as I always say, uh, you know, when it comes down to these big nights, uh, you know, for pro wrestling, it's always good for them to try to tap into that market because combat sports athletes are very passionate about uh, Mm -hmm. meat smacking. So regardless of where it's being done, they're just looking for it, you know. Uh, so, you know, you may not even be the biggest uh, boxer fan, but you hear that there's a big boxer uh, fighting, and you're like, I'm checking that out. Right. That's, it's the event. It's the event. It's the it's the spectacle of saying that you've seen it, you know? And right. the question here, folks, is, well, well, was this a good move for AEW to move a week after that juggernaut of a night with UFC's, one of UFC's best cars, and any anytime Canelo fights is a big deal, so... Was it a good move for them to do so here? Um, and and I, and I, you know, whether you are a boxer fan or a UFC fan, let me just make this very clear: you had already two extremely tempting options of things to watch. Mm-hmm. These are all pay per views, so you're paying you're paying the dollars. And you know, if you're uh, UFC, I mean, um, if you're watching boxing, it is on. I think it was on Showtime. I can't remember pay per view. And then. Um, the uh, UFC is behind the two paywall thing with the ESPN Plus and then the pay-per-view mm-hmm. thing with that. So, you know, got to go through some gates to get it. But, um, yeah, at this, at this, in this fashion, 
Was it a good move for AEW to move, folks? That's our question for us right now. So what you got? We'll start with you, Jamal. Well, I don't watch boxing. I don't watch the UFC. Um, so I don't really care if they had a show. I don't give a shit if it was Jesus versus the Easter Bunny. And it, it makes no difference to me. As far as whether or not they should have moved the show, I think I don't think they should have. Not because I don't care about boxing or, or UFC. It's because there's always going to be some competition. There's always going to be something that will take away from something else. Uh, some of the things you can predict, like this event, some of the things you can't predict, like the election cycle last time. You know, that just news just took over everything at that point. So I, I think the deal is, is that at, at a certain point, you're just going to have to go and play your hand and, and, and just go with that. Now, obviously, them not being able to do a show in St. Louis, um, you know, kind of left a bad sour taste in the mouth of a lot of people out there in Missouri. Um, but then Minneapolis gets two shows that they normally wouldn't have for their first time ever in Minneapolis. And then so somebody wins and somebody loses. But I think overall, what's going to happen if, you know, something else happens? Let's say that they have a, a, a pay-per-view plan in February, but the Super Bowl gets pushed up or gets pushed back. And now it's the date of revolution or it's Super Bowl weekend or whatever. You know, what are you going to do? And, and I'm, I'm not saying that, like, this is going to happen every single time. Because people plan events and they are what they are, but this wasn't a scheduling conflict. They weren't in, in they were in a different part of the country. This wasn't an oopsie. You just right. didn't want the competition and decided to move the whole damn show a week. Um, no, I think that they should have just stuck with their guns, stuck stick with your um, stick with your uh, content, and let it be what it's going to be. Now, obviously, they have different numbers uh, than my no numbers. And maybe their numbers told them to, yeah, if you could do something, then then do it. And it is interesting to see if they're thinking like that, where it's like, well, what are the pay-per-view buy rates going to be? You know, maybe I don't know who fought, but if they're from a country like Brazil or a country like India or, or wherever, and they know that it would behoove them to move the pay-per-view well, to get people that, on both sides of the coin, then maybe that is a thing to consider. So Yeah, I mean, um, uh, uh, Usma is Nigerian, so uh, you obviously have the African uh, back in there. And then uh, Canelo Alvarez is from Mexico, and that is the entire Mexican population from Mexico and the United States watching that. He he can shift a whole city when he moves. Mm-hmm. He is He's is a prize fighter for real. So okay. you, that's the big thing. Like UFC had a big fight, but you never want to go against Canelo at all. Okay. Like that's that's not a thing you want to do. Um, and, yeah. and, and and another thing I thought there really quickly is Manny Pacquiao. I don't care what his record is. I don't care what his age is. You never want to go against the Philippines is coming out. The right. Philippines is right. coming it's out a, for that. For it's a cultural event. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. that's that's right. That's yeah. right. Go ahead, Damien. So all that to say, like, really quick, if you're not, if you're going to listening, you won't be able to see what I'm doing, but you mentioned the name three times, so I have to bring him out. The juggernaut makes an appearance <laughs> because you mentioned his name three times. It looks like a Goomba. Just like Candyman. Yeah, it's a Funko Pop it's of, of the juggernaut. That's I have this here for the broadcast. I don't know why. But do I think it was a good idea that they, that they changed it? Yes, for the same reason you just mentioned about Canelo being world-changing across the nation not just in mexico not just in america but across the planet because that dude has fans all over the world yeah as, as two chains flexes his uh cam newton jersey but uh okay stop stop stop, stop. we don't need to see that pg <laughs> show kids pg show but 
Honestly, if it's me with the money doing it, only because of Canelo, I, I still move it. Uh, I know, you know, I don't watch boxing as much as I used to, but he's a generational fighter. He stops the sports world to watch. Like, if he fought Tyson Fury, they're not showing up for him against Tyson Fury. They're showing up for him, period. Uh, the UFC... I still think they're smaller potatoes if you really want to, like, look at the global it's, fighting They're still landscape. very niche. I mean, they have big yeah. fighters, but they're still very niche. Like, look, think, think, think about the card real quick for, for full gear. We got America Top Team. What's that? An MMA group. And they're only getting more famous because of AEW. So being able to run... That's a, a hot take team, right there, sir. That, that is a hot take. <laughs> Even uh, though Paige Van Zandt is hot. That is your choice. That is your preference. I will let you have it. (laughs) All that to say, money's money. He wanted to get all of his pay-per-view dollars, but he wouldn't get it for me because you guys know exactly. I don't pay for those things, but I watch them. Uh, And depending on what the buy rate is going to be, I'm very curious to see what the buy rate is of the pay-per-view because then we can actually compare numbers. You know, how much the Canelo's do? How many buys the Canelo do? How many buys the UFC do? And then compare right. it to like, oh, if they would have ran on that same day, I wonder how much of that market share they would have lost to, you know, to the Canelo fight or the USC fight. Well, yeah, and that, that's exactly what I'm thinking is if they had ran last week, they would have been number three in the pecking order that night. Because, hell, let's look at it this way. If uh, the, the boxing would have been on traditional pay-per-view. So that's taken up there. There's the main channel right there. If, if you're going old school with the, you know, you got cable or satellite, the main pay-per-view channel is going to have the boxing. Ain't they ain't mm-hmm. bumping that UFC is on the uh, ESPN app. So that's on a separate thing, but that's one and two right there. Any damn sports bars out there, anything that's what they're going to have on one of those two events. AEW automatically was going to fall underneath that. So you wait a week this weekend, what you got college football, NBA, Anything else big sports-wise outside of that this weekend? Nothing I can think of off the top wow. of my head jumping out at me. So it's, if you wait one week, you have those two big events happening that are out of your way. They're heck, or that We're both also combat-related sports events. So why be number three when you can be the number one event that night? So yeah. I don't blame them for doing <laughs> it. I think it was all, it was all, it was only going to make things a harder sell doing it last week. Yeah, and you know them. They they want to be able to have the notoriety saying we are number one this and number one that. So, yeah, but I, I think it's a smart move by them. Really quickly before we uh, uh get to the news, uh, Usman's opponent, Kobe Covington, maybe not a name <laughs> that you know, but if you ever seen that UFC fighter uh, that wears the MAGA hat and definitely mm-hmm. is a pure heel, and mm-hmm. he's a good fighter. At the end of the day, he puts on stellar fights. But the character that he says he plays, he says he's a character. You know, that's that's that. Uh, he knows how to sell fights. He knows how to ruffle uh, feathers. I think he is a good mix of the Diaz brothers and Chael Sonnen times 100. Because he just goes, he, he he goes for the balls. Like, he doesn't care. He knows, but, what, uh, he knows what buttons to push. Yes, he does. But um, it's the thing. Regardless of everything that happened with the fight, him losing and the, the whole hug that they had at the end and all that other stuff, the respect that they had, because they definitely was throwing major bombs at each other. But as he said, he's a character. He made a very interesting comment afterwards in the press conference, and he said he might go to WWE one day, but I don't think I would. you would ever see me in a second-tier promotion like AEW. Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's get to the news, folks. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So, uh, Full Gear is this weekend in the Target Center in Minneapolis. If you would like to see the pay-per-view, uh, yeah, go to the Target Center. If you're not in the uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul area um, and you want to see it in a different experience, you can go to the movies. So there are a bunch of uh, theaters yep. around the country that are planted. Um, uh, New Rochelle, New York, a couple of theaters in Staten Island, none in Manhattan, which is kind of surprising. Um, in this area specifically, uh, you have uh, Arundel Mills, uh, Rio, Pike and Rose. In Virginia, you have um, Potomac Mills and uh, Tyson's and Fairfax Corner. So some actually nice theaters with decent seats and, um, you know, prices vary by theater, but it's usually around $25, which is less than the price to watch it at home. And, uh, you know, you can see uh, Full Gear on the big screen. It may or may not be in a town near you. But um, if you go to AEW's Twitter, they have a list of, of theaters that are showing a thing. Um, speaking of the party, you have WrestleMania 38. Their ticket pre-sale party was yesterday, and they had a big deal in uh, in Irvin, Texas, for at the uh, Cowboys AT&T uh, Stadium. No, it's not Irvin. It's in Arlington, it's Texas. Arlington. Yeah. Arlington. Yeah. Arlington. Um, and they actually had a couple NXT matches. Uh, Odyssey Jones beat LA Knight, Zion Quinn. Uh, beat Grayson Walker. MSK defeated Joaquin Wilder and Raul Mendoza. And Raquel Gonzalez defeated Dakota Kai. Uh, Stephanie McMahon uh, was there in attendance. Uh, Inventor of Women's Wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> um, and she was there with um, uh, talking about the National Medal of Honor Museum Foundation and WWE and their partnership. So it was a, it was a kind of a big deal. And you get to be on the field at AT&T Stadium. Uh, you know, she so had some... Uh, the main roster guys there. So that was, that was a good time and it was all free. So pretty, pretty good. Um, I'm actually surprised. Really can't wait, but I won't be, unfortunately won't be able to make it. House of Glory is back. Um, they're having a show to, on November 12th and it's a big deal. Uh, Rocky Romero versus uh, Ken Broadway is the match that I'm looking forward to the most. Amazing mm-hmm. Red versus Real, Real Osprey is a big deal. Um, so that whole thing, I believe it's going to be on fight. Yeah, on fight. Uh, and I'm pretty sure they have some GA tickets available, but it's at the New York City NYC Arena out there in Jamaica, Queens, bring a vest. But um, it's, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Bring a vest. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but House of Glory um, is coming back. Last thing, of course, is Double or Nothing. Uh, they were in Jacksonville. I know I was there. This, But the next year, they're going to be in Vegas. No date has been uh, mentioned. No, but it's usually around Memorial Day. No location, um, venue specific location has been mentioned. It will be interesting to see because it's Memorial Day if that's a part of a West Coast swing or if it's a part of, or if it's just a one and done out there like they did it the last time. Uh, the AEW hasn't been to the coast yet. The furthest they've out they've been is Denver. They were supposed to go to Albuquerque. That didn't happen. So they haven't even been in the Pacific time zone. So yeah, that's the whole. Asked, somebody asked about that on the media call too. So yeah, so that that could be a big deal. Uh, West Coast versus the World in San Francisco is probably the biggest indie show this week. SmackDown tomorrow in Norfolk. AEW be there in a couple of weeks. Rampage is live tomorrow. Ring of Honor is happening, I think, in Philly, but that may be a tape show. Um, they have New Japan. They have big shows out there in San Jose and in uh, Riverside, California, and uh, yeah. So that's the news for this week. A lot of wrestling happening over the weekend. Awesome. 
short and sweet. Uh, one other thing I was going to mention really quickly, too, when we talked about uh, AW moving, uh, not only was it the competition of being ranked amongst the three, but you also had to deal with like powerhouse sponsorships as well. That was also going to go against that. I mean, when you got like, uh, uh, what's his name? Golden Boy promoting fights to Kate, right. uh, you know, mm. and, and then for UFC, Buffalo Wild Wings, I don't even know all their sponsors, but Reebok, they got way bigger names here. That's going to make sure that this thing gets pushed to the utmost. And not to mention that those things you can bet on. So you got M life and uh, total rewards, you know, all those big sports book places uh, making sure that things go copacetic because they try to get paid too. So, <laughs> but folks, that's going to do it tonight. Uh, again, catch us each and every week, 8 PM Thursday on um, Twitter at big old belt website, uh, big belt.com. Um, and you can enjoy uh, the playback podcast on all audio platforms the next following morning. Um, but yeah, let us know your thoughts about tonight's uh, episodes. Tweet us um, or write in the comments, whatever your podcast uh, preferable platform that you like to choose, Spotify, SoundCloud, whatever it may be. Um, and as I said, uh, we will be at AEW this weekend. Uh, give us a tip of the hat if you see us. Um, but uh, head nod, head, head nod, nod, and tip the cap. Do not yeah. go anywhere near Jamal. Anywhere near him. Yeah, this you know, tuck one, foot away tuck, salute. Tuck one hand down your shirt. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, folks, we'll catch you all next week. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Y'all be safe. Well, I really need that big old bell, big old bell, big old bell.